0: Welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast, a safe space where I, your resident realtor and serial entrepreneur, share with you all things business, empowerment, lifestyle, life experiences, and of course, a little bit of real estate thrown in there. So I'm so happy for you guys to be here. This is episode nine. So I want to welcome you to episode nine of Jesse's Place Podcast podcast and at uh, first I want to thank you for, for listening in and joining me on this journey and today's episode I am calling The Art of Healing and the reason why I'm calling that is it that is because The Art of Healing is a creative practice that promotes healing through wellness, coping and personal change so I feel like this really genuinely fits today's topic And before I dive into what I consider the art of healing and how I'm identifying healing, I want to discuss with you um, what unhealed trauma looks like. So I'm going to be talking about the art of healing trauma specifically for me. And I would love to get your feedback on on this afterwards. Let me know what you think. Share with me what what your traumas look like, what what they feel like. And just to dive right in, I want to get right into it. What can um, unhealed trauma look like in your life, in your day-to-day? And for me, it's shown up as um, low self-esteem. And I don't know that people, when they think of low self-esteem, they think like, oh yeah, you think you're ugly, or you think you're fat, or you know you have bad skin, or you, you think you don't look well. And I think that um, low self-esteem can show up in more ways than just that right so for me I feel like low self-esteem has shown up in really giving power to the negative beliefs about yourself so basically finding it easier to say like yeah you know I'm not I'm not worthy you know I don't see good and and who I am or what I am as a person so for me unhealed trauma really shows up looking like that looking like so low self-esteem shows up as an unhealed trauma and it's not just about the physical attributes on the outside but it's what you feel on the inside that's what uh low that's what i mean when i say low self-esteem negative beliefs about yourself and not seeing what you're good at another thing that i found to be true that unhealed trauma can look like codependency in personal relationships So getting my self-esteem from others or you're getting your self-esteem from others like you need that that person that him or her to validate or they or them to validate how you feel about yourself as a person as opposed to having that that deep self-awareness to know like hey you know. There are good things about me. I don't need someone else to validate what's good about me. Or, or basically saying to yourself, hmm, if I don't do this for that person, then I'm not going to feel good about myself. So I need those things to identify and validate who I am. And that's where I get my self-esteem from. So codependency and low self-esteem usually go hand in hand. Um... Another thing that will show up as unhealed trauma in your in in your life and my life has been um, not setting boundaries and sticking to them. And I find that, you know, you struggle with not setting boundaries because you don't want to make anyone upset. You don't want to ruffle any feathers. You don't know if people will even rise to the occasion to comply with your boundaries. And sometimes you just don't want to even go through the trouble of that. And then next, it would be being a people pleaser, trying to keep the peace. You know, God forbid that you should do anything that will get other people uncomfortable or make people feel a certain kind of way, like we like we like to say. And um, that goes hand in hand with not setting boundaries and sticking to them. Uh, another way that unhealed trauma can show up and look what it looks like is tolerating and or normalizing bad behavior, bad and abusive behavior, giving people a pass. Uh, because you feel like you owe them you know this person loved me or was there for me when i couldn't love myself when i had low self-esteem when i was codependent in a relationship when i wasn't setting boundaries and i was trying to keep the peace and be a people pleaser and keep everyone happy around me this person was still there for me so i owe them i'm gonna tolerate their crap and what they do to me and, and normalize their bad behavior because some part of me feels indebted to the the relationship in that way. That's a huge, huge, huge um, trauma response. So unhealed trauma will show up in your personal relationships through these avenues. And lastly for me, which has been a big one, has been resisting positive change. So I take two steps forward and then 100 steps back and I give in to reckless, impulsive, not caring about my personal safety behavior. And that has been a huge, 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 huge trauma response in my life and I can totally see how a lot of different things that have come up have been of my own doing because of the trauma response and unhealed trauma and not doing the work to get through the unhealed trauma that I was dealing with, that I still probably will deal with uh, to the end of my days, who knows? Um, But being able to to maneuver through a world where I know and I'm so self-aware that I'm doing these things. So being aware that... I have negative beliefs about myself and that I give power to negative beliefs about myself. Being codependent in a negative way and and getting my self-esteem from others in relationships. Not setting boundaries and sticking to them. Being a people pleaser and trying to keep everyone happy at the same time for no apparent reason. And tolerating and normalizing bad behavior and abusive behavior giving people some sense of, um, you know, a free pass to do as they please because I feel indebted to the relationship and resisting positive change and being extremely like what people like to say is toxic. I talked about being in toxic relationships before. If you listen to my podcast and prior episodes, you see I touched that topic. I will be retouching that topic because so many people reached out to me and really, really, really loved it. So for me, this is what unhealed trauma can look like. There are other ways that unhealed trauma shows up in your life, has shown up in my life. I would love to discuss them with you further. But today I'm talking about these. And these are just my personal opinions. I'm not a clinician. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just a Brooklyn-born girl. (laughs) Um, You know, just trying to provide access in a space where we could talk about these things. And, you know, really just get into it. So for me, I wrote down a couple things um, that I'm working on and I call them the art of healing, uh, the art of healing trauma, the art of healing my trauma. And I hope that in sharing these things that you will gain some um, type of uh, help and maybe you'll be able to relate and um know that you know you're not alone and that everyone deals with trauma differently and that trauma unhealed trauma will show up in your life in different ways and that you know like i said i'm not an expert and i don't know how trauma is showing up in your life but if you would love to discuss them with me i'm here drop me a line you can find me on ig you can find me on facebook um jesse the realtor or i am jesse the realtor on facebook jesse the realtor on instagram so just to get right into it um How trauma healing has shown up in my life, the art of doing it has been, one, not running away from uncomfortable feelings. And when I say not running away from uncomfortable feelings, I mean that facing the things that I do or the things that I'm experiencing or the things that I've been exposed to head on. I might not always be given the opportunity to um face feelings that I faced when I was in trauma mode or or in um those modes of dealing with trauma but I'm I'm not running I'm in a position now where I'm not running away from those uncomfortable feelings now. And that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of um power to deal with healing. When I'm able to say, okay, well, this is, this makes me feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to face it head on. I'm going to do the work that I need to do to face things head on. And uh, um, an example of an uncomfortable feeling could be, you know, me having, okay, let me give you a perfect example. One of the ways that I'm healing is I'm not running away from the uncomfortable feeling of having a sibling, an older brother, a sibling who is homeless, manic depressive, schizophrenic, you know, in and out of treatment, um, but has been predominantly homeless over the past 20 some odd years. So that's an extremely uncomfortable feeling. Uh, That's an extremely uncomfortable trauma that I have to deal with in my day to day because I feel like... Even though I get to experience all these beautiful things in my life, I have a sense of survivor's guilt that this person, my my brother, my sibling, who, who will never be able to experience the things in the way that I experienced them because of his own traumas. So I am not running away from that uncomfortable feeling. I'm not running away from how that makes me feel as a person. You know, it's okay for me to feel a little bit of survivor's guilt and to feel like, wow, why me? Why do I get to live the way that I live? And he has to deal with that. You know, how can I give more to this situation? How can I lend myself more to this situation without sacrificing a bit of myself? So that's a whole nother conversation, but that's just an example of how I'm not running away from those uncomfortable feelings. So trauma healing for me has been not running away from uncomfortable feelings. And, and, and that's just one example of an uncomfortable feeling that I'm not running, running away from. And I hope that this example will um, lend something to you and that you won't run away and that you'll start learning to, to not run away from uncomfortable feelings. Another uh, trauma healing response for me in the art of, of dealing with this healing has been letting go of toxic coping mechanisms. An example of that would be, you know, for me has been, you know, drinking, partying, um, not taking care of myself physically, um, you know, not doing the work, not, not working out. And um, letting go of those toxic, toxic coping mechanisms has been a part of my of my healing process, you know, doing better uh, with my eating, doing better with, you know, drinking casually or just not drinking at all or um, because I, I know that when I show up for myself. I know that um, I am pushing myself to operate at my highest level. And I know that when I continue to operate at my highest level, that's going to reflect in every aspect of my life. I'm I'm not only just a real estate agent or a paralegal. uh, I'm also a mom to two beautiful girls. I am a wife to a fantastic person. I am a a daughter to a, a fantastic mother. I am a sibling to my two brothers. I am a cousin, I am a aunt, I am a godmother, I am a woman. And I know that letting go of toxic coping mechanisms, how I identify them to be toxic, is by the overuse of them. So letting go of those toxic coping mechanisms to deal with my day-to-day and to deal with uncomfortable feelings is where I am finding power in the art of healing. And... Going on to the next example of what I would say is um, me dealing with the art of healing trauma has been recognizing how my behavior has been harmful to myself and to others. And how me not, um, not facing uncomfortable feelings and not dealing with toxic coping mechanisms has allowed my behavior to be harmful to myself and to others you know not being able to operate at my highest self not being able to function at my highest self because I am still um unchecked in the way that I deal with trauma so there's definitely a lot of self-awareness that comes with um dealing with um trauma healing and so that that also leads me to the next art of healing that I have been doing is being self-aware and accountable for my own healing, for my own growth, and for my own well-being. No one else is responsible for what I do with my life now. So even though traumas have shown up in my life from young until now, I am responsible going forward for how I Deal with them. I am responsible for being self-aware and accountable. That does not mean that does not mean that those I should not feel a certain kind of way about those things. But it means that I am in control of the way that I deal with them and how I lend them to my life going forward, and how I allow other people around me to be affected by it. I am in control of that. I, that that is where I am being self-aware, where I am being accountable. And I always say to my to my peers is that you know how can I hold you responsible if I'm not holding you accountable so I turn this into myself and I and 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 the art of healing for myself is how can I hold myself responsible if I'm not being accountable so for me being self-aware and accountable for my own healing growth and well-being is a part of the art of trauma healing for me Another part of healing has been for me to validate and identify that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be pissed the F off about why things happen the way that they do. And sometimes we don't have control over, you know, the reason why things happen the way that they do. Right? Sometimes we don't understand why things happen the way that they do. But I also believe, and I've come so far in my life, that everything, even the most extreme things... And I'm talking about, you know, death, murder, um, you know, unfair things that have happened in life, um, you know, losing loved ones, you know, having people in your life who are not healed, um, you know, everything serves a purpose in life. We might not understand why it's happening and what, what the reason or what purpose that it's serving, but I have learned in my almost 40 years that everything is serving a purpose. Right, so that is that is <clears throat> that is what is, has made me believe and has made me come to understand that it's okay to be angry in those moments when things are not serving their immediate purpose. It's like, God, shit, damn, you know, why do things happen the way that they do? So it's okay to be angry. It's okay to say, I'm mad, I'm pissed, you know, and then. What leads to that is, my next is, I do not have to forgive in order to heal. I don't have to have forgiveness to acknowledge the things that I have been through. I don't need to have forgiveness. I can, for, I, I can heal without forgiving because there are certain things that happen to you that you just can't forgive. You just can't forgive it. There are certain traumas that happen in life that you do not... It is not your responsibility to forgive. But it is your responsibility to heal. Because in order to reach your highest self and to operate as your, at your highest self as a person, it is your responsibility to heal. Right? If you want to give yourself to your family and to your friends and to your peers and to be of service to others the way that I want to then it is your responsibility to heal and to fight for that healing and I want to definitely validate everyone out there right now who is dealing with healing who is fighting to heal I stand with you I hear you I feel you and I'm with you but you do not have to forgive anyone in order to heal and move on It's perfectly okay, it's perfectly okay to not extend forgiveness and still move on and heal. And that lends it to accepting what has happened, not just acknowledging it, but accepting your traumas and accepting what has happened does not mean that you're okay with it. It's not saying, hey, I accept what has happened to me or I accept what I have been exposed to or I accept what I have allowed into my life. It's not saying that it's okay. It's saying that you have accepted what has been done or what has happened or your part in it or your part not there in it but being exposed to it and you're accepting it and saying, I acknowledge it, not only acknowledge it, but I accept it and I am okay and it's okay for me to heal and move on. Just because you say that you're okay with it and that you just because you say that you accept it does not mean that you're okay with it. I want to say that again. Just because. You accept it, it does not mean that you're okay with it. Your acceptance is just a validation in order for you to move on and heal. And like I said, I'm not a clinician. I'm just just like you. I'm just another person in this world who is just growing and learning and just really, really hyper self-aware about you know, my healing process and being super intentional about the way that I want to live and the way that I want to be empowered and in the way that I want to lend myself to a life where I can be of service to others. And the way that I can do that is healing trauma, is healing the trauma that I've been exposed to healing trauma that I might have caused myself or trauma that I had no control over happening to me. And, you know, accepting what has happened, not only acknowledging it, and accepting it, and just being able to heal and move on from those things, and also another way that I am um, dealing with the art of healing is setting boundaries. And boundaries are not a bad thing. When people say when they and I've talked about this in another podcast, is you know boundaries is not a bad thing. And I've and I truly have learned and truly believe that the people who love you and care about you, when you set boundaries, all you're saying is, hey, this is a rule that i'm making about how i'm gonna allow you to treat me that's it that's all you're doing that's all the boundary is this is a rule that i have that if you want to deal with me if you want to be a part of my life if you want to be a a part of, of of my world then this is a rule that i have about how you're allowed to treat me what i'm willing to accept in my life forget about what I've accepted before because a lot of people say, oh, yeah, but back in the day, you know, such and such person was like this. All right. Well, this is me now. Right. This is the boundary. And I'm allowed to change those boundaries whenever I see fit to fit the situation. So one thing that I know to be true that I've learned in life is that. When you set boundaries, the people who care for you and love you or who are really want to be a part of your world will rise up to that boundary and not feel uncomfortable about it. They'll learn from it. They'll be like, okay, well, this is how this person, this is their love language, this is how they want to be treated. This is, you know, I have no problems with that. The people who do not respect you and do not respect your boundaries, those are the people who are going to feel a kind of way about your boundaries. Like, oh, who does this person think they are, you know? Um, a long time ago, I think I was about 19 years old, 19, 20 years old. So this is maybe 20 years ago, almost. I'm 39 now. Uh, I had a friend of mine who I thought was, I thought I was extremely close to this friend. And this person said to me one day, it was just a stupid, petty event that happened. And this person said to me, oh, you know, who do you think you are? You think you're better than everybody because you did this, this, that, and the other. And what I had done was so minute, so dumb. It, it it did not warrant that response, but it showed me what that person thought about me when they were upset with me, or what they they thought that they could be upset with me about. And because I had set bound, I had started to set boundaries in my life at that time. Early on, I was learning how to set boundaries. This person took it as I thought that I was better than them, or I think that I'm better than people. Nah, I've just been through so much of my life that I know I'm, I'm learning to not allow certain things. So when you set boundaries and people attack you as a person, those people are not respecting your boundaries. All right, they're going to name call you, they're going to turn it against you. They're going to, you know, try to be gaslight you and make you feel kind of way about the way that you're handling your situation. Don't do that. Don't don't allow that into your to your life. And that is what I'm being super intentional about. Setting boundaries and not allowing people to treat me how they see fit. And I'm using that in every single aspect of my life. Lastly, the art of healing healing is not selfish and you don't need no one's permission to heal the art of healing is not selfish and you don't need anyone's permission to heal you don't it's okay for you to take time to yourself to work on yourself because it takes hard work and commitment to say hey now i'm gonna do this for me and I'm not going to let no outside stuff get involved in what I'm doing for myself. And when you're really working on you, you're going to start seeing people who who are affected by that and who, and who are feeling a kind of way about that. Those are the people who are going to, they can't help but show who they really are. They can't help but show what they've always thought about you. And you're going to start hearing things like, you think you're better than everybody. You think you're all high and mighty. That's my personal favorite. I've gotten that before. You think you're all high and mighty. Nah, I just know my value now. I know my worth. I'm confident that I can care for you and I can care for things, the things around me in the same way that I want to be cared for. I'm confident in myself in such a way that I know that my confidence is not a bad thing. I know that my confidence is not arrogance. I know that my confidence is love. Confidence is the love that I feel for myself and in, and the self worth and the self esteem that I feel for myself that I want to pro- project back and give to you and I want to wrap you in it too and I know that people who are who are afraid of your power or who are afraid of of themselves not having done the work will feel threatened they will feel threatened by the idea that you are healing that you are healing your traumas. And that, that's the, how that's gonna make them feel. The people who are, <clears throat> the sorry, excuse me, the people who are driven by your pursuit, they will be drawn to you, right? They're gonna be like, they want some of that sauce. They're gonna want to know, like, hmm, what is this person doing, right? Oh, I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing. I'm over here practicing the art of healing. I'm using my podcast. I'm using my platform. I'm using every avenue that I have to help and to be of service of others because I'm healing. And I don't know if I'm healing. I want to pass that on to somebody else. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I am still learning, growing. I'm still a party girl at heart. I still like to, you know, have a drink here and there. I'm still working on all the things that I want to work on. But trust and believe I know that my, my healing, my trauma healing is how I can be of service to others. And I share this on this platform because I hope that there's someone listening right now who's like, well, wow, I feel seen. I need to do the work as well. I need to stop doing, I need to stop being a martyr. I need to stop doing the self-sacrificing behavior. I have to stop making myself pay for things that I did not have control over. I have to stop the negative beliefs about myself. I have to stop the toxic coping mechanisms that I use in my day in and day out. I need to stop be- behavior that has been harmful to myself and to others i have to be self-aware and accountable for my own healing and growth it's not going to come from the outside it's not going to come from outside relationships it's not going to come from your children it's not going to come from your spouses it's not going to come from your significant others it's not going to come from your parents a lot of times we go through trauma with our with our parents or whoever our caretakers are, is because they're people who are are damaged as well, who have experienced traumas as well, who have not healed their traumas as well. I was in Puerto Rico recently, and I and I came across. Uh, which I had shared this in an Instagram post, but I came across. A, a shop uh, 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 um, called The Poet's Passage. And I had been there maybe 15, 16 years ago, was the last time I was there. Not not in Puerto Rico, but I had been to this specific place in Puerto Rico that long ago. And there was a poem in there. There was a poem. And there was also a poem on their Instagram. And, in, and on the Instagram poem, something that really caught me was a poem about mom and how... She, the the poet, she had her first child. And when she had that child, it brought up all of these traumas hidden inside of her. And I don't know the poem word for word, but something that I remember feeling when I had my first child was, did someone care for me in the way that I care for this child? So what trauma was I trying to identify? So when I say that, When you are being extra vigilant and when you are using your trauma to propel yourself forward and heal, you're going to unlock feelings about everything and they're going to be triggered by every single thing in your life. So the art of healing is not selfish because it is your right to heal. It is your right. It is your inherent right to heal so that you can be better for everyone and for yourself. Not just for everyone, but for yourself as well. Because when you're good, everything around you is going to reflect that. So I want to just also close with this quote that I read somewhere. And I want to share it with you. And if you know the author of this quote, please, you know, reach out to me. Let me know so I can give them credit. But the quote is, when you heal trauma, you heal the nervous system. And when you heal the nervous system, you heal the emotional body. When you heal the emotional body, you heal the psychic. And when I say psychic, I mean the empathic body. When you heal the psychic body, you heal vibration. Once the vibration is healed, realities change. End quote. So guys, just... To wrap this up, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for lending yourself because this might be an episode that triggers people who are dealing with, un you know, um, unhealed trauma and trying to identify in your day-to-day what that unhealed trauma looks like and what trauma healing looks like. So if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. Please reach out to me. I would love to have this conversation with you further. Um... I will be revisiting this episode on part two because I feel like this needs more conversation. Hopefully, I can have someone um, on the next episode of this particular topic. Um, If you would like to join the next episode, please reach out to me. I would love to have you on. And, you know, just as always, I just want to remind you guys to challenge yourself, to become the person that you want to be. You know, stretch and be ready to fail. The right people will value you in the right way, especially when you show up for yourself. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you have you no longer have time left for the past. <sighs> Live purposely and with intention. Manifest and stay blessed. Please, till next time, subscribe, leave a review, and thank you. I'm giving sending you lots of loves and hugs and kisses. Till so next time. Jesse's Place podcast Family. Cause this is definitely <laughs> trauma healing episode, is a familial episode. So blessings, stay blessed, manifest. Till next time, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>